0: Yes, we're still doing these MLB shows, even though it's NFL season now. It's Thursday night. It's almost Friday, which is a good thing. We're closer to the MLB playoffs. We're closer to NFL Sunday. It's going to be Friday in about 30 minutes on the East Coast. We'll be on SiriusXM for three hours on Saturday. Dave, if you want to stop by, man, this is your official invite. If you want to be a guest on Saturday, we'll be on from 5 to 8 p.m., so um, as long as you don't mention Allen Robinson's name on the show, you're you're welcome to come on. That was a bad game by LA. Great game by Buffalo. The one thing I suggest to all Buffalo um, management out there, you know, any of the coaching staff, management, fans, um, Josh Allen should not be running the ball up twenty one against any team in the fourth quarter. You know, unless it's unless it's like for the Super Bowl. That's your entire team right there. Not to say that they're not there's not talent on that team, but he should not be running the ball up 21 in the fourth quarter of a meaningless, you know, they had that game in the bag. I don't like to see it happen. And the way he goes in, man, he, doesn't, he tries to get every extra yard, which I love Josh Allen, but as like a, a guy who wants to see the Buffalo Bills finally win a Super Bowl, I, I don't want to see that happen ever again. But shout out to the Bills, man, taking down, the Rams, what did you see? What did you like before we get into this MLB slay? What did you like from game one of the NFL season? Well, I mean,
1: listen, the Bills are the Bills, and it's what we expected from a standpoint of they're good, right? Did we expect them to be 21 points good against the Rams in LA on week one when Super Bowl reigning champs on Thursday night are like 4 0 when they're dogs against the spread? No, we didn't expect that, but. They showed exactly what they tried to do in the offseason. They tried to adjust what they were bad at, and they were bad at – you know, obviously Kansas City ran through them. They couldn't stop them at any point, adding Von Miller. That looked like the biggest piece you could add. Um, yeah. take, whatever you want to say on offense, they should have scored 45. If Zach Moss and James Cook don't fumble, I mean, they weren't being stopped. But that defense impressed me the most, and to be able to dominate the line of scrimmage and even really have some decent containment on the receivers. If Buffalo is that good defensively, it, it, it's, it's, they're scary.
0: Yeah. Big shout out to anybody who drafted uh, Josh Allen, Cooper Cup, um, and Devin Singletary looks like a, a superstar right now because both running backs fumbled and, yeah. and there was a lot of chatter on both these guys, you know, go out there and draft them. They'll get another chance, but like, you know, If if Buffalo plays a clean game, they win by forty in that in that game. So, uh, Singletary owners should be happy. Josh Allen, Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson owners. I'm an Allen Robinson owner. Not happy right now. Cam Akers owners can't be too happy either. But it's it's one game. Um, It's a big season. Make sure you lock in with us all season long. NFL will be going every single week um, in the NFL season. Obviously, MLB, NBA is right around the corner. NHL. So lock in for free for. Um, all access to windailysports.com. Use promo code WINBIG. I saw some uh, player props roll out. Our player prop model is about to go out for NFL. So my um, guy Ghost is on it. And Sticks' model for NFL is locked and loaded for week one. So that's going to be making a lot of people money. I'm um, also hop over to Sharp app. Go to Sharp app or Sharp that app. We'll go download the app in the, in the Google Play Store. Dave, you do some content there. I do content there. Um, go check that out as well. But looking at this MLB slate for Friday, um, a lot of the one thing I'll talk about real quick before we get into the slate: people won money. Some people won money. Some people lost money in the NFL Thursday night. They can't put their money back in until Sunday, so they're gonna slide over to the DraftKings and the FanDuel lobby and hop in MLB, and not really know what's going on. Um, so a lot of easy money could be picked up. I'm not saying it's easy money, but like easier money than normal. Um, cause some of this will be filled with people who don't play MLB every day, who don't know how to stack or how to really target pitchers. So Dave talk about this pitching slate. There's some expensive guys, um, and not the best of matchups or who been a little bit dusty as of late and Noah Syndergaard and 9900. I don't know if I want to get there either, but Talk to me about these pitchers, man. Yeah, I'll tell
1: you, the top of the slate's ugly. Uh, Robbie Ray, you know, I know, I, he's very hard to roster. I mean, you can have one of those Robbie Ray games, have it when he's playing the Los Angeles Angels. Do not have it when he's playing the Atlanta Braves. Braves batting 350 against left-handed pitching in the past two weeks. I just don't like his matchup. Um, he scares me. And 10-5 is way too much for someone that could get you, you know, five points um, I really think it's a lower ce- uh, lower floor than a higher ceiling. I'm off him. I'm off Morton too. And Morton, last three road starts, just nine DK points per game, thirteen earned runs. Uh, he scares me a little bit out there too. Seattle can put together some you know good hits, especially at home. Then we go to Dustin May. Got rocked last time. And played San Diego. Only his fourth start out. How could I play ten thousand dollars for him? So I'm already chopping him off. And don't get me started on Cindergaard. How did you ever put him at 9,900? He's a $7,000 pitcher at best. So yeah. I don't care about the opponent. And Frankie Matas, you know, has he even had one good game for the Yankees?
0: One? He actually, I want to stop you for a second. He did pitch better last game out. It was versus Tampa Bay. He's been good against Tampa Bay on the year. So I think there's some opportunity there, but you're at Yankee Stadium. He has struggled since he came over, but. Last time out, five innings, one hit allowed against Tampa Bay, at Tampa Bay, 7Ks, no earned runs. Um, He's pitched against them three times, 18 innings, 10 hits, one earned run, 19Ks, averaging 26. So up top, you know, that's still one guy maybe, um, but it's still 9,700 for a guy who's been struggling. So continue down your war path on these pitches, though. Yeah,
1: and and I, I agree. That it's still strong maybe. Tampa Bay top 10 in hitting against right-handed pitchers. So it, it's – a But he has had an advantage. So I do start to look in this area, the Rasmussen slash McCullers. I I like both. Rasmussen has been good of late. Um, You know, obviously he's had um, games, you know, in his past six all above um, double-digit points, um, four of them above 20. So... He's been good, I could see, in the Yankees. Do they scare anybody anymore? Outside of Judge, um, you don't really have a lot of threats in that lineup. Stanton's struggling since coming back. And um, I could see Rasmussen in this spot. And I do like McCullers. McCullers pitched against the Angels last week, 21 DK points. Uh, We know the Angels' first in K-rate over the past month and a half. So I think those two right there are kind of where I want to start to build my lineups.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with those two guys. I. I would probably go and take a shot on Montas over um Rasmussen, you know, but it's close there. Um question for you though. Nick Lodolo yes. and and Ross Stripling. I know you know Stripling's kind of scary, but he's been pitching well, man. You know, for you know, he's been consistently good enough um at eighty two hundred. Thoughts on them? I didn't even mention Giolito. He's got a soft matchup, too, against Oakland, but dude has just been consistently bad all year long. It's not like he's been ever good or ever great. He's been good at times, but he's still got a 5.21 ERA, 10-9 um, and nine on the season. K-rate is not there either. You can take a shot at 8,500, don't get me wrong, but thoughts on the other guys. Ladolo. if you want to mention Giolito, and Stripling, I think, has... Some potential upside here.
1: Yeah, I, I like Stripling. I mean, on the road this year, he's five and one overall. Um, it, it, the ERA is solid 3.03 on the year. Um, I, I think he's good. I think he can get you a solid 20 points tomorrow. And in this type of you know, environment, when we're doubting some of the top line starters, 20 is gonna get you pretty solid from overall stripling kind of range, 3x value. Um, I do like Lodolo Milwaukee's very, very bad overall offensively. I know they had a little breakout against the Giants, but against lefties are even worse. Um so I do see some value in Lodolo. He he's sneaky. Um he can get it up there. He's got kind of a little bit of a tricky delivery. I had a good game in his last game out with uh 25 plus points. So I like both what you're saying there. I where I struggle is I, I'm not like you said Gialito is just not in the range for me. I know Oakland's bad. I, I just feel like it's gambling anymore and, and gambling you know when you have better options. So I think I'm off Giolito, even with the matchup.
0: Mention a couple more names here. Um, I feel like there's more interesting names that I want to gamble on. Yeah, under the 8K range or under the 7K range that I do at the top range because they just you know they're priced out. But mention a couple of names here. You tell me if you like them or not. Dylan Bundy, 6,200 against Cleveland. Uh, you got Lynch going against Detroit at six thousand. Austin Voth. 5,700 against Boston. And I'm sorry to say this, but Patrick Corbin, uh, 5,600 against the Phillies. Look, he shut down the Mets last start. He pitched well prior oh, no, to that against up? Cincinnati. So there's some, some possibilities here to to go with some of these cheap guys. What's your thoughts? Yeah, you know, I, honestly, I think, you know, I'm going to
1: stay off the Corbin. I know Corbin pitched well his last few times out, but I, I just look back. on Corbin. Time. <laughs> yeah, it's Corbin, and I know he left like seven earning like, in an inning against the Phillies the last time. Uh, he pitched in Census Bank Park. I'm trying to look now, yeah, it was ugly. Um, he had he actually led up six in an inning or two thirds of an inning, so yeah, I'm off Corbin, but I, I think you got some real interesting values with the Voth play. He's in play for me, Boston, just you know, outside of Bogarts, who's been pretty good lately, Verdugo as well um they're they're a lineup that just can't seem to string things together Voth has been okay um especially at home uh i I see he's got a couple decent outings and you know he's a guy at 5700 you just need 15 right and i think he can get that against boston bundy i i might be off bundy i i'm trying to stay away from cleveland right now but what's interesting is that's a huge game in the al central right um i think they're a game apart so um I think I want to sit back and kind of see how the teams react in the first game. Bundy in play at home, never on the play on the road. But versus Cleveland, I might stay off. I like the other two that you mentioned way better.
0: Yeah, I think I think Voth and Lynch probably safest of the bunch. You know, they get the softest matchup of the bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got to – you know, maybe Corbin has the highest ceiling of the bunch. And then Bundy's is the guy that might go out there, get you five innings, six innings and get like four or five K's and maybe pitch a clean game and get the win. So I think they're all viable in GPPs. Only you pair them with one of the guys up top or in that mid range that you think might get there, a Rasmus, Rasmussen, McCullers, or Lodolo um, stripling. I think very safe. You know, he's been super consistent 3.03 ERA all year. So if you want to live in that mid-range is to get, you know, 15, 20 points at one of the 8K guys that we mentioned or maybe even McCullers and then go one of the 6K guys and, and hope he gets you 15. You get around 30, 35 points from your two pitchers, cheap, and you load up on bats. That's probably the way um, the build to work best for Friday. You got a course field game. You got Marquez pitching at home against Davies. Arizona and Colorado are going to be a good spot to attack. And then you also got Toronto going against Danny Dunning, a good spot to attack. You got the Phillies going against your guy Corbin, good spot to attack. Where are you looking, you know, first glance? uh, What's your favorite stacks on the board right now?
1: Yeah, I do think it's the Phillies. Um, I, I just start there and I look at what Corbin has done against the Phillies this year. And, you know, you might want to close your eyes a little bit, but it's bad. 18 ERA in two starts. He's only pitched four innings let up eight earned runs. It, it's not good. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. Eight earned 15 runs. Um, so I do like the Phillies in that aspect, but I also do like the, the game you mentioned in Colorado, you know, Marquez, you can find value in him at times, but it's not at home. 6.09 ERA, Arizona coming in, you know, swinging the bats decent, right? They had a couple of good games recently against Milwaukee and the Phillies, even in San Diego, they had one good game. So, I think I, would, I think I would look at Arizona as my second stack. Uh, and then you also mentioned Toronto. I think that's a good one, too. So those are my top three.
0: Okay. Um, any love for Baltimore? I know you've been the, the Baltimore whisperer going against Brian Bellow here. bello has been good, not great, 5.91 ERA. He hasn't faced Baltimore yet. Um, struggled a bit on the road. You know, eight earned runs and 8.2 innings pitched here. Um, any love for Baltimore who who's fighting day in and day out to make the playoffs as well?
1: Yeah, I absolutely think there is love for Baltimore. I just, I guess my concern is that they seem to be gassing a little bit, but maybe that's just because of, you know, they've been running so hot for a while that it was about to come at some point. Manoa shut him down the other night after having two great, two, I let me say that, mediocre starts against them. Um, he finally had a great start. So I don't know if they're just starting to fade a little bit. So. But it, it, is a, it is a quality matchup. I, I'll give you that. And I could see myself paying. But as we talked about recently, Baltimore is overpriced. And, I mean, it's going to be hard to really stack a really good Baltimore team anymore when you're getting guys like um, Santander, Mullins, above the 5K range, even Rushman. So it's, it's getting tough, but I do like them.
0: Yeah, one team I'll mention, uh, Michael Lorenzen, last time you pitched was on the 1st of July against Houston pitched three innings, eight earned run, seven earned runs, three home runs allowed, eight runs total. And then he went out with a 60-day injury to his shoulder. Now they gift him a new matchup against Houston, going to pitch Houston at home. So he's not going to pitch long regardless, coming off the 60-day DL here with shoulder problem. So Houston is probably going to face one, two, maybe three innings of Lorenzen and then a full bullpen uh, for the rest of the game as well. So, I think Houston is definitely in play, a spot that you can attack here. Um, Arizona, Colorado, a spot to attack. Um, I think Cleveland going against Minnesota could get interesting. Toronto, we mentioned. Um, obviously, the Phillies as well. Any love to, to potentially stack against one of these top pitchers, maybe an Atlanta stack against Robbie Ray, which I think could work. Um the Dodgers, you know, going against Clevenger, not a top arm, but a, a player that, you know, some people fade against. Or, you know, maybe kind of get sneaky, go with either Yankees or Tampa Bay. Yankees have been super quiet. And and Tampa Bay, you know, is facing Montas, who just shut him down and finally look good for once. Which one of these top arms would you look to target potentially with a, a lower own stack?
1: Yeah, I think it's the Braves. I'm with you. Uh, I think – Last time Ray faced quality offense, I mean, you know, I, I guess you'd still have to call the Yankees somewhat quality, but outside of that, he's faced Cleveland twice, Washington, the Angels twice. But you go back to his two Houston games, negative 10.7 in two outings. Um, teams that are a little more patient, teams that you really have to pitch against, seem to, you know, take advantage of that. And, uh, and I mentioned earlier, the Braves are really good against left handed pitching. So I could see a good, you know, Swanson, Riley. Darnold, even Acuna is coming around, but I don't know if he's necessarily worth the price that we're still seeing him at. I I, I think he's probably a year away from coming back to the Acuna we're used to. Um, but I like those three guys in the middle. And then you can still get value with guys like Grissom. I, I can't believe he's still at 3000 putting up almost 10 DK points a game.
0: There you go. Let's finish the show. Obviously, you can check us out at winddailysports.com. Home run prop model is live. Our prize picks model is live at windalysports.com. Tony's doing TikToks now with his home run props that are hitting so many times. So you can check him out over at TikTok. Jared has prize pick show every morning. he will be sprinkling some NFL to go along with MLB. We got player props for the NFL as well. So much things going on at windalysports.com. Use promo code WINBIG to lock it up. Dave, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to go with my two guys. Okay. I'm gonna go with Altuve we'll and Altuve and Kyle Tucker. All right, we're good. They, they, they gotta go deep here against Lorenzen. So I'm gonna go out there and do it. Um, they got to hit a home run. I I hit my trout one last last time out, so I'm feeling kind of good about it. I could have went two for two if I took Yelich, but backed off it. Um course field, obviously a great spot. Toronto, great spot, but I think Houston is just playing really well. So um, if you want to get some, I'm sure Tony's going to grab some guys in Coors Field. Maybe you might. So I'll leave that open to you. I'm going to go with two Houston guys and hit a home run tomorrow.
1: Yeah, well, I, you know, I'm going to lead off with one, and you just said his name. Mike Trout, home run in four straight games. Why not make it five? Make it a nice little five-pack. Um, you did him the other day. He's just starting to do Trout things, right? And I think, you know, in that situation, yes, um, McCullers is a good pitcher. But yes, you know, Trout has had him in his book. And even with that said, um, I just think, you know, when the guy's high, he's hard to pitch to. He's hitting ball out the right to center and left in the last four games. So I'll take Trout as my one and Bichette as my two. He's facing Dunning out of Texas and he's had four home runs in his past three games. He had that three home run game out in Baltimore as well. Um, You know, I like to take the guys when they're hot. So I'll go Bichette and Trout and I'll even put a plug in, release my. RB article today, running back fantasy model today. Hey, there's two props in there. So get in there, look at it. We got two props. Yeah, got two props great. in
0: there. Well, 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 tell me one of them. Tell me one of them. Is it Saquon Barkley score a touchdown? That's one of my props.
1: No, I, I will tell you. I mentioned one on our draft cast the other night. I'll give you my other one. It's Aaron Jones over his receptions. I think Aaron Rodgers is just going to be in a situation where he needs to find comfort. He's going to have rookies out there, especially if Lazard doesn't play. He's going to have Watson Dubs. He's going to have to check down quite often. And I think Aaron Jones is going to be a recipient of that. We see his prop out there right around three and a half or four and a half. He had five receptions the last time he played the Vikings. And that was in limited action. He was pulling in the third quarter of that game because they were up 37-10. So I like Aaron Jones to get a bunch of receptions this weekend.
0: There you go. Make sure you check out his article. We have articles out for every single position at windailysports.com. we got a cash game article, a GPP article you have got a game-by-game breakdown, player prop models for multiple sports, lineup optimizers, projection models for multiple sports, and hop in that expert chat because we're in there 24-7, 365, talking lineups, talking season-long, talking everything sports-related. So make sure you hop in there. We'll be back this weekend covering MLB slates, covering NFL slates on Saturday. Make sure you check us out on SiriusXM Radio, 5 to 8 p.m. on the Fantasy Channel. And then Sunday, we're going to be doing a pregame show at around 11 a.m., answering all the questions you may have for DFS, season-long fantasy, stardom cinema, all that kind of good stuff, some props as well. So make sure you lock in with us Sunday at 11 a.m. as well. We're out of here, everybody. Good luck. NFL season is here, but we're still making money in MLB as well.